welcome to Thinks Out Loud, internet marketing expertise your business needs. I'm Tim Peter. Well, hello again, everyone, and welcome back to Thinks Out Loud, your source for all the digital marketing expertise your business needs. My name is Tim Peter. This is episode 328 of The Big Show, and I am thrilled to be back. I'm sure you've noticed, I hope you've noticed, we haven't had an episode in a while. And there's a host of reasons for that. You know, we've been uh, making some changes here around the business. We've been making, on, we're in a new location, uh, soon to be announced. And we're going to be making some changes to the podcast, things that we can do better. And I hope you're going to like that. And I'm looking forward to hearing from you about what you like and what you'd like to see changed as we go forward. You can just drop me a line at podcast at timpeter.com. I'd love to hear from you. In this episode specifically, I want to talk about a post that really got a lot of attention, oh, three or four weeks ago from Rand Fishkin. And Rand is the founder of SparkToro. He was the founder of Moz.com. And he had a really interesting and provocative and thought-provoking post about the incentives to publish no longer reward the web's creators, meaning that the incentives for people to create content for their own websites just don't exist in the way that they once did, that it is harder for your content to get it is harder for your content to get in front of your customers than it once was. And it prompted a lot of debate and discussion around, you know, is content still king? Is content dead in the way that we've been using it? And is having a place where you can put your content less important than it used to be? And This is a topic that is very, very near and dear to my heart. I speak about this a lot. And I want to start by saying, first, I have an enormous amount of respect for Rand. He is brilliant. The guy founded Moz.com, as I mentioned. He founded SparkToro. He is one of the nicest guys I know. He gives platforms to lots of people. He's super helpful, super responsive to the community. So I don't want this to turn into, you know, Rand Fishkin's a jackass or something like that. That's, of course, going to be the poll quote I'm sure that people will take from this. (laughs) And I don't mean it that way at all. I think Rand's a great guy. Uh, I also think it's true that this debate exhausts me. (laughs) And, And what I mean by that is every couple of years we seem to have this discussion about is content marketing dead, or if you want, is SEO dead, or is social dead, which given all the bad news about Facebook in recent weeks, you know, is understandable. But of course, content is still king. Let's just get that right out there. If you don't have content, you don't have search, right? You cannot appear in search results without content. If you don't have content, 
you don't have social, your customers, your friends, your family, your fans, your followers on social have nothing to share on your behalf. They may still be creating content on your behalf. They may still be creating and curating a positive experience, a positive brand story on your behalf, but they may not. And obviously, we depend upon our customers to participate in that creation, in that curation. So we are very dependent on our customers for content, if not ourselves. So there is no marketing as we know it without content. That was true 150 years ago. That was true 50 years ago. It will be true 50 years from now. This isn't a new debate by any stretch. Uh, our good friend, my very good friend, Mark Schaefer, has been banging this drum for quite some time. First in a blog post he wrote way back in 2014, and later in his wonderful, wonderful book, The Content Code. I talked about this in an episode called Digital Gatekeepers and the Death of Organic Traffic more than a year ago. I talked about this in uh, a similar question on Biznology way back in 2011 when I asked, whose brand does Google want to build? You have to bear in mind that the term information overload was popularized in the book Future Shock by a guy named Alvin Toffler, which was first published in 1970. So, you know, 51 years ago. And the term itself probably predates the book by at least five or six years, if not 10. So the, the idea is at least 50 years old, 50, 60 years old. If you want to go back even further, <laughs> there's a great quote that said, the abundance of books is a distraction. And that quote was said by a guy named Seneca the Elder sometime around 100 CE, 100 Common Era, so about 2,000 years ago. So the idea that there's too much content is not even remotely new. We've been talking about this, you know, for, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say about 2,000 years. It is also true that content distribution is harder. That's a fact. It is definitely getting harder. I, I had a, oh, a blog post, or excuse me, a podcast episode, episode 213. So, what, 120 episodes ago that said, deal with it. Digital makes marketing easier for everyone, which makes marketing harder for everyone. And yet, we've all heard about the cool new show on Netflix, whether it's Squid Game at the moment or Stranger Things or The Crown or Bridgerton or The Queen's Gambit or what have you. And we've heard of the amazing new podcast or album on Spotify and the fantastic new book on Amazon that everyone is reading and so on. Why? Because it's great content. Folks binge watch entire television series in a weekend because they cause reactions like OMG, LOL, WTF. <laughs> right? If the only reaction we muster is MEH, you know, meh. We shouldn't be surprised that no one looks for it. 
So it's really critical that we are creating great content. It's table stakes. Bad content will not get you there. So yes, we have to have the right target keywords that attract sufficient search volume. It's necessary. But it also has to be content worth reading, content that's worth tweeting, content that's worth sharing. It has to be interesting, useful, and yeah, provocative enough that people will choose to seek it out and share it with their friends and family and fans and followers. We always have to ask, so what? Why does anyone care about this? We also, and I think this gets to the crux of Rand's point and Mark's point when, they talk, when, he, when each of them talk about this, is we have to have content distribution thought out. Contra, you know, content that doesn't move, that lack what Mark Schaefer calls content ignition, is never going to get seen, is never going to actually be effective. Content can't get seen without appropriate distribution, whether it is your friends and family and fans and followers sharing it, or whether it is you putting it on social channels like Twitter, like LinkedIn, like Facebook, maybe not this week, um, but you know, content that you don't have a way of getting in front of people isn't going to go anywhere, is going to have no, no advantage to you. Now, Here's where I take the most issue with what, you know, Rand Fishkin has said specifically, and this is why I wanted to talk about this in the first place, is that Rand decided to talk about why content creators lack incentives to publish content on their blogs by publishing content on his blog, <laughs> right? He is building expertise. He's building authority. He's building trustworthiness. If we use Google's formulation of EAT, you cannot establish expertise, authority, and trustworthiness if you don't create content. And you don't establish a brand if there isn't a place where your content consistently lives. Now, think about the problems Facebook has had in the last couple of weeks where you know, they were down for hours and hours and hours. There is a long-standing belief that don't build your brand on rented land. And this illustrates one of the reasons why you don't want to do it. I actually take issue with that formulation because there's benefit to using rented land to find customers. You also have to give them some place they can go. You have to give them some place where your content can live permanently. Do you really want to depend on Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn or Snap or TikTok to never change the rules on you? Do you really think that's wise? I know that Mark Schaefer and Rand Fishkin don't. And how do I know that? Because they publish these things on their website. They're creating great content, great content that people love and people share and people engage with. And they're sharing it on social. They're using these channels appropriately to reach customers, which is great. And also, they are doing it on a platform that is theirs. This is why I've talked about Hub and Spoke for a long time. Because hub and spoke, the hub is where your content should always live. 
The spokes are how you reach out beyond that hub to reach new people. So it's not one or the other. It is very much one and the other. Now, to make this actionable for you, I'd recommend you ensure that you're fully embracing a spirit of great content in everything you do. Think Netflix. Think, is this something that someone would want to spend a weekend streaming? Okay, sure. Most businesses, your content isn't going to be held to that standard. But what if you tried? What if you shot for that? You, you might fall well short, but you're still going to be better than 99% of the other content people are creating from their businesses. You want to make sure that anything that goes out with your name on it, your brand name on it, is worth publishing. You should make sure that the specific format, whether it's text or audio or video, works best for the point you're trying to make. And you want to ensure that you've included customers are likely to use. But if we don't do the former, if you don't make sure you're creating great content, then I'd also agree with Rand Fishkin and Mark Schaefer that the latter stuff probably isn't enough to help. One last way we've tried to make this actionable is we built a simple best practices checklist for you that you can download on timpeter.com as part of this episode's show notes. Just go to timpeter.com slash podcast and look for episode 328. So is content king? Definitely. Definitely, without question. But the king can only rule if the people in the kingdom know what it's saying. So think in terms of how distribution works. Think in terms of how content gets in front of your customers. Think in terms of whether or not it's content worth being in front of your customers and whether they'd want to share it with anyone with their name on it before you put it out there in the first place. Because content is only king if it's given a chance to be seen. Now, looking at the clock on the wall, we are out of time for this week. I want to remind you that you can find the show notes for today's episode, as well as an archive of all of our past episodes, by going to timpeter.com slash podcast. Again, that's timpeter.com slash podcast. Just look for episode 328. While you're there, don't forget that you can click on the subscribe link in any of the episodes you see there to get Thinks Out Loud delivered to your favorite podcatcher every single week. You can also find Things Out Loud on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, Overcast, wherever fine podcasts are found. While you're there, I would also very much appreciate it if you could provide a positive rating or review. It helps new listeners find the podcast. It helps them understand what the show is all about. And it helps get the word out about things out loud. It really means a ton to me, and I would appreciate it so, so much. You can also find things out loud on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash Tim Peter Associates. You can find us on LinkedIn by going to linkedin.com slash Tim Peter Associates. You can find me on Twitter using the Twitter handle at TCPeter. And of course, you can email me by sending an email to podcast at timpeter.com. 
Again, that's podcast at timpeter.com. As I do each episode, I'd like to thank our sponsor. Thinks Out Loud is brought to you by Solo Segment. Solo Segment has introduced search as a service with easy business results oriented, automated functionality that makes it easier for your customers to find the content that matters to them and helps the customers accomplish their goals. They do this while protecting customer privacy. You can learn more about Solo Segment and all of the great work that they do by going to solosegment.com. Again, that's solosegment.com. Not just search results, business results. With that said, I want to say once again how much I appreciate you tuning into the show. I know this has been a crazy year. I know I haven't been here for a few weeks or actually a couple of months, but I appreciate you hanging with us during this period. And it means so much to me that you choose to listen every single time. So with that said, I hope you have a great rest of the week. I hope you have a great weekend. And I'll look forward to speaking with you here on Thinks Out Loud next time. Until then, please be well, be safe, and as ever, take care, everybody. Thank you.